0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet.
1: Scott and Jack talking drafting. welcome everybody to Saturday Draft Live. In the week that after six season, we finally get the movie. Community, at least it's been announced <laughs> that we're getting the movie for community. We've forgot got far too many seasons, but yet we've not had our movie yet. You're inside draft live yet. We're still here every single week, giving you the draft analysis that you really want. I am Scott McLeod, sounding horrible because I'm getting over, you know, I'm getting over a sore throat, and I think I'm starting to get a flu as well. So I am just in shambles right now. But the man not in shambles, he just clinging on to the top spot in this league by hook or by crook,
0: or by a large Austrian fellow. He is Jack Graham. Hello, hello everyone. I'm still top of the table. No, it's not as big a gap as what I'd like it to be, but you know, I'm still still sitting pretty up the top, so still still fairly happy.
1: But anyway, how long has it been since you were last on? It's been
0: a good few weeks, is not it? <laughs> uh, a couple of weeks, I My last show I was on was with... Marian, eh, because I've, I was, I've, I've eh, for for those that don't know, I've bought a house and the house has got no internet yet.
1: Ooh,
0: really, so, yeah, I bought a house. Eh, I, I've I've not been able to do as much as what I'd. i like tenth of September is when I was last on, so it was a couple of weeks, few weeks ago. Eh, but I don't have the old internet in yet. But I was at my parents' this weekend, so I was like, you know what. I'll do the show. I'll do it. I'll do it. I was, I was uh, like, hey, where are the cap room on the I'm the fucking lady. <laughs> well, I'm glad you've made time
1: for all of us here. <laughs> uh, uh, You're busy, busy schedule of house buying Mr. fucking Monopoly over there.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, You know, as well, as the draft's the one true love, is it? So, you know, can we come back, you got to help out. The draft
1: is his one true love. His missus isn't too happy. Say that. But. <laughs> yeah, 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 I have a thing. <laughs> uh, well, let's go to the top three of the week in the draft. And this week's a very interesting look here. We've got none of your picks, Jack, interestingly, in the top three. Uh, but we do have Tony Storven at 11 points, the interim AEW Women's World Champion on Graham McRobbie's team after a successful defence. Uh, in a lumberjack match against Serena Deep for her title set up by Saraya a very confusing promo but uh, yeah I think well there was a rumour that she was going to challenge for the title potentially win it from Thunder Rosa but either way Grant has really benefited from choosing Tony Storm you know I think it's the case with E.W. like choose one of the champions that's that's your best bet in that
0: weirdly booked one's division yeah also, when, you, when you look at Grant's team it is all uh AEW picks. I think mean, that was just, that must have been his strategy for for go, going through it. And also he switched the captaincy to Tony Storm after the uh, CM Punk was winning the title back at all out. Then we obviously know what's happened from there. So it's uh, at the time it was still a switch that was good, it still kinda of worked out for him and the title defence kinda kinda of echoes that for him. So it's a, uh, I will be will be happy to see one of two formers up in the top three this week.
1: Yeah, definitely because I think since all out, you know, she's been very prominent. She had that one in the four-way the previous week in the at uh, Grand Slam, and then she's had this, and obviously she'll have full gear. She'll definitely hold on to it for um, until at least when Under Rosa comes back. however long that takes, so uh, it's definitely working well for for Grant McRobbie. And speaking of uh, female picks, that are working it well. I'll talk about my captain Bailey, and on fourteen points. Uh, where she's been winning more on SmackDown, even though she's technically part of Raw now, and she's challenging for the Raw Women's title next week at Extreme Rules in a ladder match. But, you know, Black Naxo win against Shotzi Blackheart last night, uh, Bayley is in second, and she remains among the top ten of the season. Uh, actually, number one in the season overall. She's got 90 points overall, just slightly overtaking Kai and Sky.
0: Yeah. Mad this is the, the this, it seems whatever season Bailey is actively participating in, she's like she's gonna be one of the best performers you're gonna get. She's got great exposure this week, getting wins for both. Has a table match coming up next week at Extreme Rules. A very a very sound pick for your for your team, Roy, Scott, and you're reaping the rewards from it. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> yeah, definitely, because like we were talking about
1: going into uh, the draft. The selection that any all three members of damage control were going to be a hot commodity, so I was happy to get into to get Bailey when I did. I was surprised that no one else had gotten her, and you know, like got guy have been a bit ahead of a header because they have competing in more matches. You know, they've been competing and take more title matches. You know, now being the women's tag team champions, but as as as, as, as David and Ryan were talking about last week, it does seem that Bailey has automatically just their first season back. Went right back to claim her spot as like one of the best overall draft picks because you know she's got history, like most, most famously in like season five when she was on Stevens' team, and you know she was in that period with Sasha where they were just winning everything.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like now. So as we, were, we had that a few seasons ago, and now you've got all all the damage control at the, at the top three. It's just, it, it's mad. It's clearly it shows how high the like, like triple H is as honor and. Not not that the women's division was getting stale in derby but it was needing something a bit fresh, and this is this is it. And it's, the, the products benefit from it. And I think we will. I think we will see a title change next week, and I think we will see damage control with the tag belts and the women's championship belt.
1: Yeah, I, I think that Bianca needs to lose the belt. Not, I'm not just saying that because it's one of my picks involved, but. Okay, so she held its interest on me. She had a long run with it. You have her lose it to then chase it again to keep her interested, I think, in the fans' minds. And plus, you've got a female war games coming up at Survivor Series. And like, you got to have damage control on a prominent in that match on one side, at least representing Raw. And how much better would it look for a damage control to have them go in with the tag belts and the Raw women's
0: belt? Uh, it's a. oh. It would make sense. It would, it would, definitely, it would definitely make sense. And I think it's think a sport the division Division needs right now. As you're seeing how well it's working for the Bud line in the men's division. Why not, why not try yeah. it with the women's division?
1: Yeah, definitely. I don't think we've had a, a team like that in the women's division probably ever in the NWE. so it's about time we had one. But, you know, Jack, I know your dream is to be not only a two-time, Jack, I mean, back-to-back... But a four-time overall draft winner, but there may be some broken dreams for you and Ross's pick. <laughs> I believe Ross's captain is here to break those dreams for you. Here, at sixteen points. It's Drew McIntyre, another man who has a history, like back when he was the WWE champion, of uh, constantly coming in the top three. We got sick of it, but maybe he is in a prominent spot, got, getting in the top three with sixteen points. So he's not even the champion.
0: Aye, what a what a week. What week it was for Drew McIntyre and and Ross? He won two matches last night. One was like DQ over Austin Theory, and then won the the six man tag match too. Yeah, multiple backstage segments as well. Was he was he on Raw? Am I making that up? I honestly have no idea. I've, I could be I could be making that. I feel like he was maybe on Raw. Like was it maybe last week or something like that? I can't mind. I, I know he was on Raw. Like the the lead up to. The match with
1: Roman because he had the stuff with Kevin Owens and that because it was the idea that he when he became Universal
0: Champion he was going to appear on he wanted everyone to know he was going to appear on like every show, but I uh, don't. On. But yeah, he was just, I was I like, think I was I think I was just, I I was just making it up in my, in my in my head there. Unfortunately, even that it was that sixteen points for one show, not a champion. Just your captain uh, got the got a big match next week against Kerry Cross in the in the strap match, which. with all the teases that are going on is it a match that you think Drew's going to win I'm not sure but certainly this this week in itself is a great buffer to help any potential loss that might come in that pay-per-view yeah
1: it's very interesting to see where this goes because it's like a case of you know that he's Cross is like so fresh that he's coming back but you know it's but you no, know, Drew also came off the the loss at you know Clash at the Castle. So like, yeah. where, where you, you don't know who they want to go with, especially the drama, and then the the teas with the reveal of the the White Rabbit is set to happen at Extreme World allegedly. So yeah, like, you don't know if they're going to actually go with is, is it going to involve Cross because some of the teases have included like hourglasses and things like that. So it's very interesting where that goes. But I think Drew. Like I have a few we talk about War Games, you'll be the one, like leading a, a a combination of like faces against the Bloodline and War Games, like maybe him Owens, Lashley, those kind of guys.
0: Hmm, I would enjoy that. I would enjoy that, especially if if, if Lashley got involved, that'd be good. and very 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 good. Yeah, also there is I think I confirmed two War Games happening. I'd say as well that it's like not going to be brand versus brand. It's more like story driven. So obviously i will be, as as we spoke about, will be damage control, we will be one of them and the, the bloodline will be the other probably because that's, that's, that's the way you can kind of see it, see it going I think, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how it goes and I think you've got to get Drew involved in that and you Drew will have a standard performance in it, I think. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, definitely because
1: you look at Drew's performance in this draft, he's always been a, a top contender, especially since like Season end of season three when he won the Rumble he's been a consistent player in this draft and right now he's number four over on the top ten of the season he's the top male pick of the season with sixty four points with the aforementioned Bailey being the number one female pick on ninety points but let's go and see how these top three and everything else is happening because it's shaking up the leaderboard and much like the condition that he's real life financial advisors and Vincent Mann's financial advisor the team of Andy Mitchell is still dead at the bottom. 82.5 points. Then we have Gary Kernighan, uh in ninth place. A bit, a, quite a jump, 112 points, but still not the position where you think Gary would want to be Grant. He's a gap between himself and Gary, uh, 131 points thanks to thanks to I think he maybe be a bit higher. Maybe if he was a bit more diverse, we'd maybe he had a few WWE picks. Then you have Dan Asseld Jameson, uh, number seven, the three team, uh, 141 points. Then we have Ryan Gallagher. Uh, he dropped a wee bit. He was kind of in the top three last week. He, was, he looked like he was being a contender last week, but now he's dropped uh, down to sixth position, 153 points. Uh, just One point ahead of him is the Wilson Wankers in fifth position, 154 points. Quite tight. It's also tight between me and Ryan Douglas because the fucker won't leave me alone. <laughs> on hundred fifty of his team, uh, Ryan's Redeemers, along with my team, Ding Dong Cowboy share both around 157 points. Ross has really shot up to 160 points in second position, but Jack does have the top position still with 178 points. But two matches next week involving Gunther, your captain, Jack May, impact your uh, your position here because you've got Gunther versus Sheamus, the rematch on this Friday, on Smackdown, and then the following, night, Extreme Rules,
0: it's Imperium V, the Brawling Brits, and a good old-fashioned, Donnybrook match. Hey, what, let how much, interest I am, these days, What's a Donnybrook match?
1: It's basically a street fight, with a bunch <laughs> of Irish shit, around doing like Irish flags, that are turned the wrong way, and some shillelies, or whatever, like right, Drew okay. and Sheamus, had one, that's how, she, that's how Drew
0: got his match, we, we, roaming at Clash at the Castle. Oh, that'll be quite, that'll be quite good. Eh, uh, Hi I, I, I don't know what to think. Uh, so I, was, I made Gunther my captain because I winning like, money in the Clash at the Castle. It's just just a way to get uh, Seamus on in the card and whatnot. And, uh, a good programme for Seamus. It's been one of the best things on WA TV recently. I think obviously Gunther won. But it's, it's continued and he's getting another shot of the title next Friday. And it's like it's some anniversary show or something like that for like on fox or something i can't i kind of quite mind how it was labeled and then these kind of shows they do like a change like something something like that to happen but should not not i don't think gunther should be losing ah, i don't know mm-hmm. what to think I'm. I'm the only kind of the solace i have of it is whatever match i think gunther will lose he'll win the other I don't think he will take yeah. two losses each night, so they'll kind of. I'll, I'll, I'll get more points if I, if, say if he won Friday but lost the pay per view because the captain title maybe I don't know. Already get more points for winning the pay per view, but losing the title on the Friday, I don't know how it's going to work. But I think they'll kind of cancel each other out. But I'll probably benefit from one more ways than the other. I'm not sure, but it's a, uh, it's a, it's an interesting one.
1: I think what else is going to happen around about that time, because Ross is in second, he'll have Drew on that, maybe if he, like, if Walter loses on the pay-per-view, or, sorry, Gunther, Gunsar loses on the pay-per-view, and then Drew wins, Russell closes the gap maybe even more, and that, and I've got Bailey in the ladder match, and, you know, there's, there's a lot other factors that we'll probably discuss next week when we're closer to Extreme Rules, but I think what you're talking about is, think they're building up next week's match down and next week's Raw, like, the season premieres, this is really the time that shows America who have their season premieres. But for a show like Ron Smith did to have a season premiere, you'd have to go away for a while, then come back to debut in <laughs> season. But you don't do that, so And that's going up against Rampage, which is apparently the two year anniversary of uh Brody Lee's last match, and then they're doing a big trivia <laughs> match, with <between> ten versus <laughs> uh versus Andrade.
0: Yeah, I saw that as well. I that's oh, a that's an interest that's it's an interesting time for me of what's going to happen because it's a, uh the gap could very much be closer than what I'd like it to be but I do also I mean now you'll be talking a bit more next week I've got edge on extreme mm-hmm. Rules as well but i uh, we'll see what happens we'll see what happens
1: we'll, we'll see what happens but we now need to look what is happening and then listen we'll come back to roster team and some other things in a wee bit but Jack. It is your duty, now that you've been off for three weeks, you now need to go down into the dretches of the Listeners League and let us know who is coming out on top.
0: Yes, yes, we're back with the Listeners League and we'll, we'll do our usual top five and uh, Ross Henderson has is, is just slowly creeped his way into the top five, edging out Elliot Cantor there with Stone Cold Mr Bobby. <laughs> uh, we go. We tried uh, the, the the teams don't seem to be there for the listeners' league anymore for some reason. I don't know why. I can't. I can't see them. But uh, oh well. I'm, I'm not going to talk about well, who's in each team for the listeners' league. I'm sorry, everyone. Blame the the, the spreadsheet isn't playing up to its usual mm-hmm. thing. But yes, Ross Henderson is 149 points in Stoke Coleman star. Bobby, but got Mike Nunn, the sports entertainer, the 155 points. I'm sure he's happy about how the Jericho Appreciation Society are doing recently. And there's a bit of a gap, a 14-point gap to Stuart with safepussywithconrad.com, 169 points. He's kind right. hold, of holding the third place in his own there as we've got a 14-point a, a gap, 183 points to Johnny Adam with the last-minute picks. And they've proven pretty well for him for the last-minute picks. He's only three points behind first place in his listeners' league. Uh, team one hundred sixty eight, 186 points for David Campbell, who, who, who shot the world a few weeks ago when he said that he wasn't who he was. He wasn't who he said he was, and he did reveal himself to be David Carroll in the draft. And if he wins, we all know what happens if he wins, he'll be back up in the main league for one season. But can that happen? Will will a Johnny Adam uh, take over? Will a Stuart creep up when he waits? I know
1: it was the shocking moment when like a Scooby Doo villain, he took off his Ron Wilson mask to show <laughs> that it was David Campbell all along. And can you imagine what would happen if he doesn't somehow win this the league that he's himself sat on multiple times when he was here? by some miracle he loses out just by a few points and somebody takes this curve from him, he would never be able to live this down. He'd be sitting there stirring, and I would have won this league too if it wasn't for you meddling kids.
0: I'll be if David Campbell was, would he, would he do the Westerns League again? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think he'd be, I think be too ashamed. Yeah. I don't think he'd do a do a podcast ever again.
1: he <laughs> just go, you just go hide in the darkness again. <coughs> but I want to talk about something to do with Western League uh, that happened last week. Uh, I want to talk to, about David, another David who should probably be in the listeners' league right now, and that's David Hockney. Because David me would not shut up for ages about his season three team. Nat Green Cole. And then he came close to win season seven, but he didn't. I won that. And you know, he he, he had to wait until but he, right until Gary Carnison could help carry him to win a tag team season. And then but sadly, really seemed to fuck up the following season. So much so, he's so ashamed of his performance that he can't even. He's too f- afraid to even compete in this season. But still, sits upon his proverbial high horse in the country club and talks down about other people's decisions when he's not competing himself. Basically, oh, I'm oh, I'm an objective viewer. Like, are you really like? It really just seems like you just enjoy judging people, David. And. Really, if you want to put yourself back in this league, maybe you should go compete in the Lister's League for a little while since you love it so much. i you be like, oh, oh, I love being down in the Lister's League. Oh, it's quite interesting what's happening in the League. Nothing interesting ever happens. in the league. David Campbell had to go into the lesser League for something interesting to happen in the lesser League. And you want to talk about my picks for the Lister's League team to beat. Oh, Scott's not doing well. He's already been in the top five. I would care for that if I gave a shit about how I would do in the Lister's League. Because I don't need to care. Because it's all hypothetical. I'm not in the Listeners League. I will never want to be in the Listeners League. I am in the main league. I am where all these Listeners League losers want to be. So, I will stay here, where the real strategy is, and continue to do my best every single season, even when I don't want to be on the... when I can't be on the show for different reasons, like when I took that break. I still compete in the bloody season, because I don't back down from a challenge. A real drafter never backs down and never stops competing. So... It it, remember I used to tell, what's he thinking? Because he's a two-time draft. Like yes, I remember, unlike you, I won my two seasons by myself. I didn't need anyone's help to win. So, I don't need to think about this. Losing team to beat because I am where the losers want to be. Right? They all wish they could have the draft history that I have. And I thank you very
0: much. Well, there we go. <laughs> that was that was that was that I think we just gotta to, got to remember Dave's not competing this season, so take take everything he says, even with a, with a smaller pinch of salt than what we what we usually do.
1: <laughs> yeah. it's like who, who like like what was he thinking picking stuff with athletes the guy's managing like forty fucking different wrestlers at the minute. Have you seen how many people he's managing? Appearance points I thought would be a plenty. But you know. We all have it. We all have times where we think something's going to happen, it doesn't work out. That's what the draft is all about.
0: Uh, the, the, the the logic was there; it's just not worked out. But uh, then again, it's it, 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 it's it doesn't matter. It's not actually our team, as he, it? so it's it's fine. Yeah,
1: it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter fucking thing. Bailey's in my team. I care about her because she's actually getting points. stuck the way. That's fuck all for me. But like I say we what we look at people. We look at people to draft, and like you said, sometimes it just doesn't work out. Looks good on paper, it doesn't work out. We're going to talk about some team, some team picks that doesn't haven't really worked out so far this season. And let's go to Graham and Robbie because I think his team has been a real mixed bag, hasn't it? Because you got Tony Storm, you got John Moxley, both champions again. Claudio was doing well up until he's lost there to Jericho, serving our glory recently But the other two picks that really stand out to me are Roxanne Perez, who's only on four points, and Malachi Black on oh, two is now taking a, 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 a temporary like, leave absence from AEW. Also, we can't always predict when people are going to you know, take time off TV, but uh, I think this was a danger from Grant for mainly picking AEW picks, and the one non AEW pick he's, he's made hasn't really worked out either.
0: Yeah, it's the, the, I was quite, I'm quite surprised, to be honest. Uh, you'd have thought well, what was happening with Roxanne Perez that a lot would have been kind of coming her way but it's, it's, just, it's just not worked out to be at all it's, it's rather an interesting situation also Malachi back you get where well, we can't really criticise what's happened but with, uh, with Roxanne Perez it's it's. I think anyone that would have picked her or maybe would have had thoughts about picking her would not have seen only four points overall this season All. Uh, to this point it's it's a it's a stroke of misfortune for Grant. I think, I think it's just unlucky rather than uh, anything else to be honest. hmm So who said it to
1: you if you look at like the the different teams we have here, who are some of the picks that stand out to you as, as, as by this point they seem like yeah, I think we can clearly say that pick didn't work.
0: Oh uh, the one the one glaring one for me is Adam Cole and Gary's team. Yeah, I picked him when he was injured, and he's just no, no, no came back. Yeah. Uh, I picked him, picking him so high as well in the third round. Obviously, uh eh, you know, you don't pick tags first and whatnot. Now, but I third round, and like, there were so many other folk that, that we've seen that he could have picked, but yet taking Adam Cole when it's just it's not, it's not worked out. Unfortunately, obviously, there's I uh, always the risk when you take someone injured, but that's mm-hmm. that's what happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we I think all kind of, I think we all gave it the benefit of the doubt because you know we didn't know how long Adam was going to be. He appeared only a few weeks before on AEW to do that angle where they portrayed the Young Bucks. So I think we all assumed that they'd be back. The the former you not know, undisputed era would be back on TV, challenge the Elite for the trios titles. But uh, unfortunately, obviously that wasn't on the cards. You know, a lot happened in AEW. He changed that. Uh, also similarly on zero points is back to the army from Ryan Douglas like still holding on to that hope that they'll show up. I mean a week before a favour view I could be proven wrong, but I think at this point I think we need to like yeah, we'll probably lose out on points if we don't pick them and they come back. But I think we need to stop sacrificing a potential pick
0: for somebody who may or may not come back. Yeah, I think it's 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 happened too much now that I think uh, the the pattern that's there is showing that you, we, we we shouldn't be doing that anymore. I was I get I get the thinking behind why Ryan would do it with all the change that was coming and the rumours that are coming back and it's just not happened yet. Is it going to happen? Who knows? If it does, cool, great, whatever. But it's too late today. The only the good thing is for Ryan, his team is doing very well, and Eels is third overall, and he's got good help with Sami Zayn, uh, Austin Theory, carrying Cross. Even even though Austin Theory's taking loss after loss, he's at 18 points. he's still still do not. I guess not. There's, there's, obviously, he's the, the the worst first round pick, but you know, it's, it's still he's still getting points better than what other folk around them. are so he's, he's 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 got to be happy, but gotta think he could have been in a much better position if he didn't have Banks and Naoya.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean having any member damage control as we can see it really helps keeps your team afloat, but like other than Savi Zane as you said, uh-huh. and like if Karen Cross loses uh on Sat- next Saturday then that doesn't look as good a pick uh, like as it does now. So yeah, there's only like a couple of picks that are really holding him up. But you know, I think I found myself in that same dish because I got Bailey. And I had Jungle Boy who's starting to get slowly but surely getting wins on T V again. Like he got a win over Phoenix after that loss to Christian next to Luchasaurus' help. So I know he's he's gonna be more of a slow burn than I'd hope. But then I also got riddle who you'd think will win the fight because it's kinda of designed for him. But other than that, my AEW and NXT picks other than them have really not worked. Like the Armbox suspended, not know where they're gonna come back. Adam Page probably gonna lose to John Moxley, so maybe not the best. And Zoe Stark is just it, it's just not working. She's on twelve points overall. You know, she didn't even get whether a sniff of that woman's tied to him on the main roster and she lost to Mandy Rosen within like one of the first weeks of the draft. So
0: I can I can hold my hands up and say those are those aren't working. I think another one we've got to look at as well, Shayna Baszler for Ross. When you look at everyone in his team's kinda of doing doing alright, kinda of doing what he was needing them to do, but obviously he must have thought Shayna Baszler was winning it, Cash to the Castle. Lost that and just hasn't been around since. Only got the three points. it just been the kind of backstage appearances, maybe with uh, Ronda Rousey. Kind of being like, "Oh, wise up, type, hey, maybe that'll be something that will come, come soon. But yeah, like for, for your second round for the 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 folk that would have been around that you could have picked. Mm-hmm. It's not 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 a good not a good spot for Ross and the same as Ryan. If he'd had someone else, think of where he would be. Yeah,
1: looking at Ross. Ross is doing a well, very really well now. These like, teams, I, I, like I said, like on paper, Ross had a strong team back at this election show. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, other than Shana right now, yeah, like you would have thought she would have been one of the top contenders in his team. But uh, she is like yeah, on single digits. She's on three points. And I still think she can get involved somehow at that Extreme Rules match between Lev and, and Ronda Rousey. But Pac, I think, is doing one of his better spec seasons so far because. It went from like, we were all like, oh, I'm not sure about back you know, it's a tail, it's not defended on AEW. And now he's defending that belt twice on AEW TV, and he won the trio's title. So he's now got a big two big pack, he's on Ross's team. <laughs> got, he's got Braun Breaker, who seemingly will never ever lose, even though I hope he does at Halloween Havoc. You've got Scarlett, who will constantly be accompanying Gary uh, and Cross. you got Drew Mantar, who's working out uh, tremendously because it's, well, it's Drew Mantar, he's you know, on 64 points. One thing I'll say about uh, Ross and like other people's teams going forward is, I think maybe going for even though they're always together. I think we should. I think we are better off now picking individual members of the Judgment Day rather than picking them as a team. Because, mm-hmm. like, imagine Ross picks Finn and Finn gets the win over Edge. That'd be extra points to to Ross there, help him clo- try and close that gap against you. But he only get appearance points when he appears with like Damien Priest for his entrance
0: at Extreme Rules. Aye, so we, uh it's a, it's a shame for him that's a, that's why we've been hoping for but alas alas I would say for for for, for you can you kind of spoke about like your team and how I maybe mean, pis sort of not worked out so much as you if we look at if you look at mine as well obviously the top three are doing that are doing great there's car chance ask an edge not that they're doing bad, but when you can compare it to the rest of my team, they're not performing as well. But also that could change for Edge. Come extreme real so he wins. He could be kinda of closer up to that point. <laughs> Ask maybe gets involved in Survivor series, car and chance. I I I won't lie, I struggled with a tag team to pick by that point. But twenty <laughs> points and I'm still I'm still quite happy because they've barely appeared and when they have the defender title. When they've when they wrestled together, other points just appeared kind of hand in hand. So I'm still I'm still quite happy with how that is, but it could it could be better.
1: I think they've only had really one standout like defense so far this season. That was the match at Worlds Collide against Drew Drop and uh, Nikki Ash. So you you hope that they get a, a title defense at the Halloween Havoc takeover that's coming up, uh, and that maybe will determine how good of a pick they really are, but I think yeah. you were a victim, Jack, of like the whole. Oh, you only not need to pick your tag team in the first round. So you're one of those people that was a victim of that. Then suddenly we realised a few years later, shit, all these tag teams are going, I need nah. a team. And I think uh, Andy Mitchell was the same as he had the D'Angelo family as his tag team on only eight points. And a team, a member who like, you think would work out, but ultimately I don't think has for him is Thunder Rosa on three points who got suspended within like, what, a week and a bit of the season? Yeah. Was it suspended? Is that what happened? I thought it was injury. Almost all the well, 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 well since she's been out like so many people have disappeared from me down because suspensions. <laughs> Every <laughs> everyone you to get suspended. You get suspended, to <laughs> I mean I mean there's also disconversity that she's, you know, got a Sean Michaels you know, lost mail situation, so she could be injured, she could be suspended, she could be on holiday. Who fucking knows at this point? <laughs> the Point is she's not on T V where she gets the points, which is what Andy needs, which is why he's probably in the last position And if Lynn Morgan loses to to run around which I think a lot of the odds say that which he likely will things will only get worse and he'll maintain that Stacey Smith last place award uh,
0: uh, uh. nah it's just it's not, not being a good return to the draft for, for Andy just his picks haven't just haven't done it in to be honest and we'll, we'll end
1: this whole like picks that have we're talking about Ryan Gallagher since he's uh, dropped so much last week, he has got a guy. so like I said a member of dash Control is always good got Montez Ford and the Street Profits. Street Profits are you know, always you know, a prominent feature. And we, he got the acclaimed on 10 points. I'd maybe consider possibility of moving the captaincy to the acclaimed. Because uh, you know, they got a tight, tight tail defence successfully last night on Rampages randomly. And you go, I think they'll retain it. Maybe even against a gun club at uh, full gear. Or they'll have defend against somebody at full gear. So they're going to rack up points for having the weeks to come. But... You've got Dan Housen on eight points, Anna Jay of uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society, which Jericho Appreciation Society have done very well so far this season like, with Sammy, Jericho, and like Diego Garcia particularly, but Anna Jay hasn't really racked up the points, you think, not, unless it's on dark and dark elevation, which we don't really count on this draft anymore. So she's only on seven points. And he's also got the Miz as his 1st round pick on 20 and a half points. I know he's in a prominent feud with Dexter Loomis, but, you know... What do you what do we think now of this first Because like, we were all trying to rack our, our heads around this, 'cause like Gary Kernan picked like Austin Theory first round picked the previous season and we were all questioning that, but that worked out well because, you know, when the US title became Mr. Money in the Bank and everything. So that kind of did, you know, pay off in the end, but I don't know if, if this is on that same level.
0: No, I was uh, It was weird. Oh, I- Obviously it was he was he wasn't able to do the selection and he was just wanted the kinda of funny picks. And then you saw Miz and was, oh, he's there. I it's I think if he was lower down, if he was picked lower down, then yeah, sure it'd be fine. But it's just That's just where it's been picked, it's just it's just nah it's just not just not great to be honest.
1: No, I mean and like I said, oh yeah, he's a prominent feud with Death Miss, but it's not a feud that's set up for Miz to win though.
0: No, it's uh, especially since like he's just the just doesn't really wrestle, and I don't even know if you're going to get. Imagine something on Monday will get announced that we'll see Dex Deslambs versus the Miz, and the Miz will go missing or something, uh, some push like that. I don't know, and but I'm yeah, surprised, I'm not
1: surprised that they haven't announced anything between Miz and and Loomis for like Extreme Rules, or even like if Miz is too scared to face him, like Loomis versus Jampa Extreme Rules. I think would be. Would be really good.
0: I think I think we'll probably get something announced on Monday to to, yeah. to to flesh out the card a bit. But yeah, it's 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 got to happen soon. I think.
1: If it does, the extremely then hopefully, like all the other matches on the card so far, it will have its own unique stipulation. I don't know what you give this kind of match a uh, a spooky bastard match. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Loomis had a thing for strap matches in XT, but they've already announced a strap match for Cross versus. Versus Drew, no, so, who knows what they'll do. But that is like looking at who so far hasn't hasn't really performed to their best so far. I mean, well, we are we've looking at Dan actually before we go. the he's got some position to you, I think, where his top three are doing great. You know, Uso's, Wardlow, Jay Cargill. He we'll took advantage of his position in the draft selection with that and. People not like taking those picks sooner. Then you look at these other three picks that are in double digits but maybe not as high as you maybe want at this point in the season. You got Nikela Lyons,
0: Ricochet, and Stokely <laughs> Hathaway. Uh I would thought obviously with she was meant to be in that that women's tag tournament and then obviously couldn't get I know whatever, whatever happened, I don't really know, but it didn't really appear since a bit of a, a stroke of misfortune there. I will never, I will never rag on anyone for taking ricochet after I, I took him in a previous season, eh, first round, no less. So I I, 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 can't be one to comment on a ricochet pick. I don't think. But oh, all totally, the totally halfway the same logic as yours when you had the last league like team to beat. Eh, you hope for countless appearances with different folk, but it's just not worked out as well.
1: I mean we was on Rampage last night with Lee Moriarty uh, coming to him for his match. So again, there is logic to that pick. But that's us so far looking at that's us looking at so far in the season who is definitively not working out for individual drafters. We'll be back next week with another random selection of our of the or another random two, some out of the four guys that really host this show, we don't know who it'll be. But the conversation will primarily be about Extreme Rules and who will benefit. And maybe we'll be talking about the outcome and how that's affected the draft from the intercontinental title match between Gunther and Seamus. How will that affect Jack's uh, whole stranglehold on the top position? We'll have to find out next week. But remember to tune into Saturday Draft Live and check out past episodes and keep up to date with all the other shows we're doing. Speaking of Gunther, we have an ESSR feature show about Gunther coming out this Tuesday. We also have uh, the weekly reviews, news, and previews on East of Central, where I'm sure Ross and whoever he scores will be will be looking ahead to stream rules as well and the Intercontinental title match. And also this weekend is Royal Quest over in New Japan and we had a big show with with Burning Spirit, So by in the next week you will have another episode of East Meets With myself and Grant McRobbie. Robbie. And that will be you can find all those on all good Android podcasting sites. Just search Eat Sleep Suplex Retreat on your chosen platform, whether that be Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts from. Like, Just like, rating, review on your chosen platform. We are there. And make sure you keep up with us and follow us on social media at Suplex Retreat. Go to our Facebook and Instagram and join in our Facebook community. Join the conversation, answer our question. i will be read out on Central, and that's how you can best get involved in the listening league and also get slagged off by me. But, Jack... Well welcome return to to Sagittarius Live. It's been good to talk to you, my friend. Yes,
0: yes, it's been a great
1: show, been a great show. Glad to be back. I'm glad you're back as well. Until next time, we'll just say bye bye.